story with me Love who you want to be, who you are Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time Story time Story time with Mama G Hello you lovely lot and welcome to this week's episode of Story Time with Mama G I am Mama G. You are you, aren't we all marvellous? I hope you have had a fabulous week since we last spoke. I hope you enjoyed the tales of Peter Rabbit and all his friends, courtesy of Beatrix Potter. But now I have a new story that I am starting for you, although I've just realised, as I said it, that we are continuing the rabbit theme. Because this week's story is The Velveteen Rabbit by Marjorie Williams, a perennial favourite, if ever there was one. And again, another story choice that has been inspired by my very favourite theatre in London, The Unicorn. Because The Unicorn Theatre, a fabulous theatre for children, do check it out, has uh, quite often had the Velveteen Rabbit in its season, a wonderful production which once featured someone from the Archers, which I found very exciting, being, as I am, an Archers fan. Before I tell you the story, don't forget that you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and TikTok. You just need to search for at Stories, and you can keep up to date with all of my fabulous things that I do, my life, my life, which is so exciting and uh, also uh, subscribe to the podcast share the podcast and wherever you listen please leave a review of the podcast because that is very helpful to gaining more listeners and what do i enjoy being my darlings listened to and so now for your delectation and delight the velveteen rabbit part one was once a velveteen rabbit, and in the beginning he was really splendid. He was fat and bunchy, as a rabbit should be. His coat was spotted brown and white, he had real thread whiskers, and his ears were lined with pink sateen. On Christmas morning, when he sat wedged in the top of the boy's stocking with a sprig of holly between his paws, the effect was charming. There were other things in the stocking, nuts and oranges and a toy engine and chocolate almonds and a clockwork mouse. But the rabbit was quite the best of all. For at least two hours, the boy loved him. And then aunts and uncles came to dinner and there was a great rustling of tissue paper and unwrapping of parcels. And in the excitement of looking at all the new presents, the velveteen rabbit was forgotten. For a long time he lived in the toy cupboard or on the nursery floor 
and no one thought very much about him. He was naturally shy, and being only made of velveteen, some of the more expensive toys quite snubbed him. The mechanical toys were very superior and looked down upon everyone else. They were full of modern ideas and pretended they were real. The model boat, who had lived through two seasons and lost most of his paint, caught the tone from them and never missed an opportunity of referring to his rigging in technical terms. The rabbit could not claim to be a model of anything, for he didn't know that real rabbits existed. He thought they were all stuffed with sawdust like himself, and he understood that sawdust was quite out of date and should never be mentioned in modern circles. Even Timothy, the jointed wooden lion who was made by the disabled soldiers and should have had broader views, put on airs and pretended he was connected with government. Between them all, the poor little rabbit was made to feel himself very insignificant and commonplace, and the only person who was kind to him at all was the skin horse. The skin horse had lived longer in the nursery than any of the others. He was so old that his brown coat was bald in patches and showed the seams underneath, and most of the hairs in his tail had been pulled out to string bead necklaces. He was wise, for he had seen a long succession of mechanical toys arrive to boast and swagger, and by and by break their mainsprings and pass away. And he knew that they were only toys and would never turn into anything else. For nursery magic is very strange and wonderful, and only those playthings that are old and wise and experienced, like the skin horse, understand all about it. What is real? asked the rabbit one day, when they were lying side by side near the nursery fender, before Nana came to tidy the room. Does it mean having things that buzz inside you and a stick-out handle? Real isn't how you are made, said the skin horse. It's a thing that happens to you. When a child loves you for a long, long time, not just to play with, but really loves you. Then you become real. Does it hurt? asked the rabbit. Sometimes, said the skin horse, for he was always truthful. When you are real, you don't mind being hurt. Does it happen all at once, like being wound up? he asked. Or bit by bit. It doesn't happen all at once, said the skin horse. You become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't happen often to people who break easily, or have sharp edges, or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you are real, most of your hair has been loved off, and your eyes drop out, and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all, because once you are real, you can't be ugly. 
except to people who don't understand. I suppose you are real, said the rabbit, and then he wished he had not said it, for he thought the skin horse might be sensitive. But the skin horse only smiled. The boy's uncle made me real, he said. That was a great many years ago. But once you are real, you can't become unreal again. It lasts for always. The rabbit sighed. He thought it would be a long time before this magic called real happened to him. He longed to become real, to know what it felt like. And yet, the idea of growing shabby and losing his eyes and whiskers was rather sad. He wished that he could become it without these uncomfortable things happening to him. Now, there was a person called Nana who ruled the nursery. Sometimes she took no notice of the playthings lying about, and sometimes, for no reason whatever, she went swooping about like a great wind and hustled them away in cupboards. She called this tidying up, and the playthings all hated it, especially the tin ones. The rabbit didn't mind it so much, for wherever he was thrown, he came down soft. One evening, when the boy was going to bed, he couldn't find the china dog that always slept with him. Nana was in a hurry, and it was too much trouble to hunt for china dogs at bedtime, so she simply looked about her, and seeing that the toy cupboard door stood open, she made a swoop. Here, she said, take your old bunny, he'll do to sleep with you. And she dragged the rabbit out by one ear and put him into the boy's arms. That night, and for many nights after, the velveteen rabbit slept in the boy's bed. At first he found it rather uncomfortable, for the boy hugged him very tight, and sometimes he rolled over on him, and sometimes pushed him so far under the pillow that the rabbit could scarcely breathe. And he missed, too, those long moonlight hours in the nursery, when all the house was silent, and his talks with the skin horse. But very soon he grew to like it, for the boy used to talk to him, and made nice tunnels for him under the bedclothes that he said were like the burrows the real rabbits lived in. And they had splendid games together in whispers when Nana had gone away to her supper and left the nightlight burning on the mantelpiece. And when the boy dropped off to sleep, the rabbit would snuggle down close under his little warm chin and dream, with the boy's hands clasped close round him all night long. And so, time went on, and the little rabbit was very happy. So happy that he never noticed how his beautiful velveteen fur was getting shabbier and shabbier, and his tail becoming unsewn, and all the pink rubbed off his nose where the boy had kissed him. Spring came, and they had long days in the garden, for wherever the boy went, the rabbit went too. He had rides in the wheelbarrow, and picnics on the grass, and lovely fairy huts built for him under the raspberry canes behind the flower border. And once, 
When the boy was called away suddenly to go out to tea, the rabbit was left out on the lawn until long after dusk. And Nana had to come and look for him with the candle because the boy couldn't go to sleep unless he was there. He was wet through with dew and quite earthy from diving into the burrows the boy had made for him in the flower bed. And Nana grumbled as she rubbed him off with a corner of her apron. You must have your old bunny, she said. Fancy all that fuss for a toy. The boy sat up in bed and stretched out his hands. Give me my bunny, he said. You mustn't say that. He isn't a toy. He's real. When the little rabbit heard that, he was happy. For he knew that what the skin horse had said was true at last. The nursery magic had happened to him and he was a toy no longer. He was real. The boy himself had said it. That night, he was almost too happy to sleep. And so much love stirred in his little sawdust heart that it almost burst. And into his boot-button eyes, that had long ago lost their polish, there came a look of wisdom and beauty so that even Nana noticed it next morning when she picked him up and said, I declare, if that old bunny hasn't got quite a knowing expression. That was a wonderful summer. there part one there's I reckon two more parts we can get out of this story and I know you are going to love them I will let you into a little secret though and that is that this is also my first time reading the velveteen rabbit and I very much enjoyed the first part but I do know the story well because I saw it many many times at the unicorn so I will warn you that it does get a bit sad. So do be prepared for that, because I don't think it's wise to enter into these storytelling situations, especially with a sad story, if you are not prepared. And I, I want you to be ready to cry. And you'll know when we get to that point, because you'll start welling up, because of how moving my reading is, and how dramatic I'm being, and you'll be overcome by emotion. It's it's going to be marvellous. And it's a, just a lovely story because at this moment, Rabbit has found the one thing that he needed, which is to be loved and he's loved and he's seeing the beauty of love and the transformation of love and it's all a feeling. And it doesn't matter how he looks anymore because he is loved and he loves and that's just wonderful and of course love does show itself in many different ways as 
I am about to demonstrate with the book of the week. The book of the week is Love is Powerful, written by Heather Dean Brewer and illustrated by Lewin Pham. It's published by Walker Books and is based on a true event. Now, something that happens in this world is that sometimes the people who live in a country do not agree with the people who are running the country. And sometimes the people that don't agree like to make their voices heard. And a way that they can voice their feelings and their thoughts is by protesting. Protesting being going on a march, uh, sometimes shouting, sometimes uh, raising placards. And peaceful protest is our favourite type of protest. And of course, it's worth bearing in mind, as it's Pride Month, that Pride started as a protest. The Stonewall Riots in 1968, I want to say. Or 69, I do actually get confused and I should fact check myself or just learn the information. Now, uh, this story, Love is Powerful, is based on a real protest that happened in 2017 when Donald Trump... Oh, yes. 2017 when Donald Trump became president of the United States of America. Now, if you were around at that point, then you will probably remember that this was quite controversial and a lot of people that were ups were upset. And one of the reasons a lot of people were upset is because Donald Trump said things about ladies and female presenting people that we generally as a society do not agree with and we needed to try and change his mind. So there was a protest in America to try and encourage him by letting him know that a lot of people disagreed with him. And at that protest was a little girl and her mum, and the little girl was holding a sign that said, Love is powerful. And that picture became famous across the world. And while she was there, she started to chant, Love is powerful. And the whole crowd around her joined in. And this book, Love is Powerful, is about that moment but it's also about the importance of having your voice heard and the power of having a voice and of having love. Uh, it's, as I always say, I probably sound like a broken record, it's an absolutely beautiful book. But it is. It's got a lovely message because love is powerful. And all the things, well so many of the things that we don't like in this world that we're upset about could probably go towards being fixed if we shared love with each other and that's just i wish more people realize that to be honest um the illustrations are really fun they're really intricate they're really energetic and vibrant and they really represent a diverse community, which is a this sort of community that all of us lo live in, all of us love in. 
and it's really important that our books reflect that and it's a it's, oh, it's an empowering book I don't know if you can tell but I, I, I love it so much uh, I can't wait to share it with uh, wider audiences at my story times and things like that and if you would like to read it yourself you can go to my bookshop.org affiliate page the link will be in the description of this podcast and uh, you can buy the book there Love is Powerful by Heather Dean Brewer and Lewin Pham published by Walker Books and by buying it through bookshop.org you are supporting your local independent bookstore so that is also marvellous Well, thank you so much for joining me today for Storytime with Mamaji. I will be back next week with part two of The Velveteen Rabbit and another fabulous book recommendation. But in the meantime, don't forget you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and TikTok. You just need to search for at Mamaji Stories and join in the fun. And if you would like to see me live and in person, well, my darlings, there are some chances coming up. If you're an early bird listening to this, then June the 19th, I am performing Mamaji's Storytime Roadshow at Squish in Camberley. Shows are at 11 and 2. And I cannot wait to be in a theatre and in front of an audience again. That is going to be marvellous. And then the 27th of June. I uh, note the 26th of June. I will be at the Ludlow Festival. I believe the show is at 10.30. But do go and check out Ludlow Festival's website to double check. And uh, I think it's even a free show, you lucky things. 27th of June, I am going to be at Hull's Big Malarkey telling stories with my very good friend, Elmer the Elephant. I cannot wait to go to Hull and I cannot wait to see Elmer. It's been so long, darling. And you they've got a whole day, a whole weekend of amazing things planned for Hull's Big Malarkey. It's a children's literature festival. We've got authors storytellers performers is going to be great so if you're in that area do take a look at the uh, lineup and the website and buy tickets and then of course don't forget the 4th of july is mamaji's family pride party at stanley arts in south norwood and you can watch online or you can come down and join in the fun in person it is supporting the awesome charity mermaids and there's going to be a fantastic lineup of people. We've got uh, Elma again, Lolly, Lorraine Bowen from Britain's Got Talent, children's authors Jean Willis and Harry Woodgate, myself. There'll be drag aerobics, there'll be a pride pantomime. Oh, we are going to have a ball. Um, and it's all going to be COVID safe and secure. It's a socially distanced party. So uh, no worries there. Go to stanleyarts.org if you would like to buy tickets for that. And also, every Sunday, I am on Glitterbeam Radio at 1pm. So really, you've got no excuse. I can be in your lives every single day if you want. Thank you for joining me, and I will see you all next week. Bye. It's story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama.